All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Humble and Hungry podcast with DaVinci Jordan. Uh, my name is Brandon. I'm going to be your host hanging out with DaVinci Jordan himself. DaVinci, you going to be all right? This is this is your first <laughs> podcast experience. Man, I'm nervous. I'm excited. Actually, I'm really excited. I'm grateful to be have, have a podcast, man, and to be able to speak to some of our athletes and talk about training and their careers and, you know, what they're doing. That's right. It's going to be a lot of highlighting, I think, a lot of athletes, which in case everyone doesn't know, Game Face, sports performance training business that we've got going here. And you're the founder and owner of this. And, and what we're doing is just going to be taking through athlete journeys and stories and everyone kind of surrounding sports and athletes like that. So we've got two athletes that you've known for quite a long time to kick this one off, which yeah. makes sense. Who, who are we going to talk to today and, and why? We have Quentin Hooker. Um, we've been training Quentin Hooker for around four and a half, five years. Um, and we have Theo John, who we've been training since he was in seventh grade. He is now going to be a fifth year senior, fifth year senior at Duke. Um, Quentin Hooker, we started training right after he got out of college, entered into his pro career, and now he's going into his fifth year being a pro basketball player. So I wanted to bring these guys in because as a company, we, we've been evolving to offer better products and better, better things for our athletes. So I wanted these guys to come in because they kind of seen the timeline of where we've been at as a company. And so I wanted to get their perspective on the training aspect of what we offer and then their careers and where they're going. All right. I love it. Well, right away, we've got Quentin Hooker joining us. Sir, welcome to the podcast. Uh, my understanding is that you've known DaVinci for quite a while. Is that is that true? I mean, sometimes you can't believe everything you hear from DaVinci. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a good four going on five years um, after college you know doing my pre-draft workouts and stuff like that um started working out with him and yeah you know it's been a great time awesome and so where what are you up to these days uh currently i play professional basketball in europe um in germany uh, this last year and looks like going back to germany this this next year too so right. you know in the works right now so you found a new home over there huh yeah yeah it should all be right. coming up soon all right and speaking of people finding a new home theo john here yes sir, yes, sir. Yeah, so cool. you're in a bit of a transition right now too that's right yeah, uh, did four years at Marquette, um, and then after this year, I was faced with the decision to turn professional or uh, use uh, that extra COVID year. Um, I decided to attend Duke University, and you know it's it's been kind of a crazy process, but I mean things just falling into place. So I love that, and obviously it's going to be so much. I think attention at Duke this year. Yeah. Coach K yeah. just announcing his last season. <laughs> Uh, yes. I expect the film crews to be out in, in mass this time, so that'll yeah. be an experience. No, I know. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I actually just got back from my visit, and, um, I mean, Coach K, I mean, this really says it all itself. And the fact that it's going to be his last season, last go-around, uh, I want to send him out the right way, and I want to go out the right way, too. So I love it. focus. All right, DaVinci, you got a couple of big-time athletes in here that uh, I think are going to spill all the secrets about you over the last however many years they've known you. Yeah, yeah, they will. But they will. Uh, where, where should we start the uh, the story of these guys' journey? Let's start with Theo. Theo's been with me the longest. Um, I think Theo have seen every year. He, he said something to me about a year ago. Maybe it was two. He said, man, every time I come back from school, you're either in a different space or you're doing something different. And um, let's start with Theo from, from the trunk of the car, carrying the kettlebells <laughs> in the cold, um, going into the basement to train inside of churches. You know, that's where we started. You know, then he 
gradually just kind of upgraded from there. It's, it's like a whirlwind for me. It's so surreal to where we used to be, to where we're going, and we're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still working on it. You know, we're still putting together that secret sauce, and so um, I'm grateful for it. So, Theo, tell them about it. Tell them about our the history. Nah, it's, it's been crazy. Like you said, a few years ago, I just kind of realized, like, every time I came back from school, because you know how college basketball is, like, you leave, you gone for probably, like, nine months at a time, come back for the few months in the summer. Like, it's either a new spot. Like, I'm trying to – I pull up to many old spots, come up, and – Ain't nobody in there. I'm like, yo, where you at? He's like, oh, we at the new location. So I'm having to, you know, drive around. It's, uh, But it's been crazy just to see it grow. And, I mean, just the amount of people. Like, it started out just pretty much the A and B team, the yeah. seventh grade uh, traveling basketball team. And now it's, I mean, about to be countrywide. Yeah, it's going to we'll, be. We'll be the industry leader in, in it, across the United States in the next few years yeah. in performance training. <laughs> Yeah, so for you, obviously, Theo, going from middle school basketball to now uh, an extra year at Duke, I guess when you come back, why are you always going to DaVinci and Game Face and what he's got going on? Like, how has kind of your career journey always gone parallel with them? Be nice. <laughs> uh, I mean, they. I feel like we've just grown together. Um, I mean, as I'm growing as a player, I mean, he's growing as a company, as a trainer, uh, as a man. It's like because we have that history we have that uh relationship um it's just it's like why not like this this somebody i know is gonna be all in towards me and my my career and i'm gonna do what i can to support him and his company as well so it's it's kind of like we're using each other to just keep pushing forward and i mean it's, it's top of the line training too like even when we was back in the back of the trunk like i remember i was skin and bone like a lot of people don't know that i was yeah. very very skinny and DaVinci helped me, I mean, put on a lot of weight. Uh, for a while, I was a little too big. I was looking like a football player. Yeah, I, was. <laughs> I was like 270. I was, I was big. 270? Yeah, no. Nah, Goodness. <laughs> 270. God. That was my junior year. Yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, you was looking strong. Yeah. yeah. When I had my wrist surgery, I'd even come in and he, he helped me cut weight. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's, I feel like any, anything I needed for my career, he was, he was there helping me with, uh, through that. And it's. Like I said, it's been a journey. So Were you it, in here with the sling? Yeah, I was in here with the sling. <laughs> I couldn't sling, move. For sling, but that other one was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just adaptability. That's what, that's yeah. what he was working uh-huh. on. And, I mean, he's always pushing me, always texting me, making sure I'm, making sure I'm just doing what I got to do. So. so is it fake it till you make it with him, or did you just know what he needed the whole time? <laughs> that's a good question. I think from us, we use an approach to kind of meet athletes where they're at. And so the resources that we had, you know, we did good with them. And I think for me, the goal is to be the industry leader for us as a company. Um, I think there are so many different companies out here that are, they have a lot of resources, a lot of money, but they're not doing things the right way. And for us, everything is on a consistent progression to get athletes better. And let's knock on wood, but most athletes that we train when they go back to sport, they're like, 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 likely less to ha- get injured or to be injured. And so we're very conscious about getting athletes back off in offseason. We're very conscious about checking on the athlete's mental health during the season because it's a mental grind. So for us, you know, having a partnership with a lifetime to have unparalleled resources was just a match made in heaven for us. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, I like it. I mean, obviously – 
you can't just buy all the fancy equipment. You got to know what you're doing you with it. You have to. What about you, Q? I mean, same same story, or is it a little bit different for you? A little better, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess you know, I came into it when they were in in Maple Grove, Brooklyn Park. Wasn't it, Brooklyn it Park. the it was Brooklyn Park? Oh yeah, it was yeah. by uh, by Octane. That, that by building. Octane. Yeah, by so yeah, same with me. Every year has been different yeah. building. I swear the building's getting bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, no, each you know. <clears throat> summer for me is a big time because I mean, when you're when you're overseas, it's it's a grind for nine, ten months at a time. So a big part of it is you know having that that down period to recover and then you know find your rhythm to to get back in full strength for for preseason because preseason in Europe is uh is definitely different than you know most would think. I mean, you have your regular preseasons and then there's European preseasons and they're always just different but um you know it's a big time to you know come back and every single time I've come back I think you know always improved always gotten better I mean especially as you get older you have to you know fine-tune things and you know I don't know it's just so many different things that go into it so summers for me are a big recovery and it gets stronger and every year we've done that you know I've begun like this last season was my best season yet being a pro at, a, at the highest level that I've been at a pro. And I mean, last summer, I think it gives credit to that because, I mean, we were getting after it. Yeah, so, we were. Yeah. And we said that. Remember, we, we mm -hmm. said, what were the goals? It's be the best, mm -hmm. you know? And um, that's I'm excited for you, too, because, like, you have the journey of you already being there, and then you have one more year, then you going there. Like, Q, what advice would you give to Theo, right? You went to a school, you took him to the big dance, you know, you you you've been through the process, like. <clears throat> well, I think it's, it's I mean a little different between Duke and North North Dakota, it's right? Still but it's you know it's a different level to where you know when you're you're in the ACC, like it's you know all eyes is on you constantly, you know. And so I think you know that's just already like you know such a positive for you because I mean you've you've done the work. I mean since you I mean I remember seeing you coming up like younger. Like you really were skinny. Like you were like, yeah. you know, you were like a little dude. Yeah. And then just year by year, all of a sudden, you know, showing up to some some workouts, some open gyms, and it's like, dang, dude, like, you know, I didn't even know about game like game face yeah. yet about you yet. Right. It was Amani who first, you know, yeah. went to yep. you he first. Brought. And then, you know, I went like, you know, two years, something like that later. But I mean, for me, honestly, just enjoy like this. I mean, I know it's gonna be crazy too with Coach K and everything like that. So like, you know, but enjoy the time that you have left in college and uh, honestly, I mean, for me, I mean, being a pro, like, you know, the level that you at, you know, like, you know, you're already, you're already a pro, you know, mm -hmm. like, that's the mentality that I think is the biggest thing that some guys can get, can get caught up when you're in college is you have to treat yourself to be at that next level. Right. And, um, that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, I always say, I mean, just know what level that you're at, you know, I mean, everybody's situation is different, but I mean. It's a, I don't know, just enjoy it because college is so much different. I mean, whether, you know, you're in the NBA, whether you're overseas, like it's it's just a different vibe. You know, it does become much more of a business and a livelihood where in college, you know, it's, it's, it's your boys still, you know, like it's your guys. And I mean, even though you're transferring, like, I mean, it's just different because in college, like those guys are your guys like right away. So, yeah, yeah enjoy it. Enjoy it because, yeah. And you will be on TV every night. <clears throat> every night, every night. It's Dang. behind the scenes, 30 for 30s. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Like, I feel like because I did my four years and, like, witness, like, it was kind of like an awkward transition where I didn't know yeah. if I was going back. 
Honestly, if you'd have asked me like two months ago, I would have laughed in your face. You said I was going back to school. Right. <laughs> but I remember I asked you, you told me you weren't going to go back. I, I said some words I ain't going to say on the show, but I was like, absolutely not. And you know, that chapter had closed. Right. You were kind of like, yeah. all right, what's next? So, like, I feel like mentally I was like, train, like you said, training to be a pro. Because, like, I realized there's not like, you don't wake up one day like, oh, I'm a pro. Like, it's something you got to start telling yourself, training yourself to be, yeah. and that's where you turn into that. And that's the thing about us. We've always trained our high-level high school athletes to be a pro. That's why they're so good when they get in the games or they're off the court and, I, and like, Leslie, they have injuries. We train them at the same level we train a Quinn or we train a Theo. You know, we train these guys like a professional athlete. We treat them like they're a professional athlete so that when they go back to school, it's no different. You're not skipping a beat. So when they're in college or in the weight room or they're doing a movement session, the coaches and looking at these guys are like, well, what have you been doing all summer? They're like, well, you need to go back there next summer, you know. So that's how we do our athletes. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. You know, obviously we have two guys that have succeeded at the highest level. Yeah. It, it's important that, like, if an athlete – you know, because we train a lot of competitive kids, boys mm -hmm. and girls. I want to be a pro. Okay, well, it starts now. Like, yeah. so your point, you, like you said, it doesn't just click and you're like, all right, I'm a pro today. Got an agent, got a nice place. Right. Like, it's it's a journey of, like, essentially becoming, yeah. you know, that mentality before we get there. So it's good to hear that you're essentially treating and acting um, like they are pros as they get into it. Like right. I said, I think there's a lot of that that... Um, not holding a high enough line, maybe, or the accountability that goes into these athletes that you guys bring, which is, which is great, and yeah. obviously these two can attest to it. Um, I think we should rewind even further back in, into the before you guys were pros or heading to Duke. Um, and I think that you know careers are journeys; they're not linear. Um, like you said you had a wrist surgery. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had any injuries, Quentin, or like any kind of setbacks for you, or how do you go from high school Minnesota to North Dakota to oh, wow, I have a chance to play overseas. So kind of like what was your journey throughout high school? And was there was there a moment in your career, maybe high school, college, that you're like, I'm I'm pretty good. Like this, this might be a career for me. Honestly, like I've never thought of being anything else. Like I've legitimately, and like, you know, because <clears throat> I talked to my brother about this a lot. Like we never, like going to college and playing sports was always the thing. Like it never was like, oh, maybe I'll go do, business or maybe I'll go no it was always like you know even from when we were in you know elementary to to junior high to high school it was always like we're gonna be the best that we can be mainly because it was like fun like but where did that come from though like was that something that your parents put inside of you was it something that you played in a, a seventh grade AAU game and you like I'm really good you know like where does that come from honestly I, I think, you know, each person's different. Like, you hear some yeah. guys that play start playing a sport when they're 17, and then they're 21, and they're, like, top of the league at some right. point. You know, like, you know, there's guys that just randomly, girls that are just like that. Right. But I don't know, for, for me, it was just, just something, like, natural within that, like, you know, I just love – I love sports. I mean, when I was younger, it was basketball, football, baseball, soccer. Like, we were doing everything. Right. But then it got to a point where I was like, you know, basketball's always, you know, it. And so, like – I don't know, it was always, <clears throat> I mean, but my parents too. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, my dad was, he was my trainer until yeah. I got to, until yeah. I got to college. And you, you got know? wonderful parents too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, shout out to them, right? My dad loved you, right? But, uh, <laughs> Both you guys do. Like, Both I mean, they're, they're a huge part of yeah. that. Like, they're, I mean, we would go to LA, it'd be 10 o'clock. 
on a school night, yeah. right? I mean, high school, and it's like, you know, dang, I didn't get a workout in today after practice or something like that, or maybe it's in the fall or spring or something like that, and it's like, this guy doing homework, look at right. my dad, and he's like, trying to go work out. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, or like the days I didn't want to or something like that, like, you should, you should probably go get some shots up, you know? And like, so I think that kind of started my journey to where it was like, you know, I, I knew I always wanted to do it. So even when I got to college, like there's guys that once you get to college that, you know, they're just doing it for college, right. you know? They made it. Yeah, they yeah. made it. Yeah, they made it. And for me, it was like, no, nah, this is what I had to do to get to that next level. Right. Even as a pro, like, like there's, so especially like, in Europe, I see it sometimes too. Like, uh, guys will say that, like, especially my first year when I was in Poland, I noticed it was like some of the guys, like, they made it for themselves. Like, mm -hmm. they made what they wanted to do to, to be in the Polish top Polish league in, uh, for basketball. Like, they did it, you know. But for me, it was like, all right, this is this is my first step to being at the highest level I can be. Like, I've never stopped trying to get back over into the NBA. Like, I mean, my my mindset is right now, okay. I went from Poland, France. France was kind of, it was Probius, second division France, but it was still a high level to where I knew it would get me to that next step. Mm -hmm. Next year, I went to a, a Champions League team in Hungary. This last year, I went to BBL, which is Germany and is, you know, top five league in, in Europe. Now, you know, probably going back, but maybe high level team, right? So right. like, you know, in back in the European competition. So like, I've always been one of those people where it's like, you know, there's like, you know, there's, there's levels, like, you know, you're trying to keep working up, but it really, there's like, times where like you see people and like it's like a stopping point for them or right. like and it's i mean as athletes i think we all know like there always is going to be an end like you're not going to be you know in your top i mean some guys go into 40 though and shout out to them because like i <laughs> mean this carter still hooping like that you know like it's crazy even like chris paul he's what 37 yeah he's like 36 points last night going crazy you know it's, so I know I've went completely yeah, we, off, no, but it's completely good information. off track. The thing about it is, is people need to understand like your parents made sure you did the little things, mm -hmm. and you and they made small deposits inside of you, which grew, mm -hmm. right? Which is now your routine. Now you know I don't skip steps. Facts. You don't skip. And same for you, Theo. I, I still hear your dad, and right now in the back of my ear, with his voice. <laughs> Man, I hear you too. I hear it too. Why do you to be the best that you can be? Yeah, and I think that in sports. At elite levels, you have two different sides. You have one side where nobody has any parents or anybody pushing them. It's because of 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 anger and out of you know frustration that they involve and get to where they're at. Right? Like I don't have a choice. Right? And then you have people who have two parents in a household who just support the process and they help groom the process. You know what I mean? And then help you get there. And then you maintain. Like I said, you guys just move different. You guys have always been like that. You weren't the guys who. We're taking things for granted in high school. Who are taking advantage of who you were? You guys are just—you just stayed the course. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even now, like you just got back from Duke. You know, looking at your lock, I'd be going crazy. I'd be in the Duke basketball <laughs> hat, shorts, everything, right? But you still show that humble attitude because you know that hey, if I don't skip these steps, I know it's coming for me. Yeah. And you both do that. I say, like to answer your question, like where, like when it came, like. I feel like I, I got to credit my dad for that because yeah. I still remember it like it was yesterday. It was a, a third grade championship house league. We had lost and I was pissed. I had a second place trophy. I got my dad's car and I'm sitting, I'm like, I had a decent game. Uh, honestly, I was terrible back then, but I thought I had a decent game. And I looked to my dad, I'm like, dad, you think I got a shot to play in the NBA? 
And he looked at me, he laughed a little bit at first, but he looked at me, he said, so you want me to, you want the truth or you want me to be nice? I was like, I want the truth. And he started laughing. He was like, boy, hell no. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> Third gate deal wasn't it. <laughs> no, yeah, he's like, absolutely not. And he's like, do I think you have the determination? Do I think you have the tools to do that? He's like, yeah. But right now, with your work ethic, what you doing? He's like, no. So I'm not going to be the dad to give you McDonald's and tell you how good you are. Like, I'm a, I'm, if you want something, I'm going to push you to be that. I'm going to push you to get there. And, I mean, since then, like, I know it's third grade, but I still remember that to this day. And I'm thinking, like, you always becoming something. Like, yeah. Right. You looked at me way back then. Right. At, like, you would have been like, all right, he probably got two more years of playing basketball. And he's going to be playing <laughs> video games, doing all this. But, like, if it's almost like if you put your mind to it and always try, like you said, like what you said, like, it's like stepping stones. Mm -hmm. Like, you just got to put one foot in front of the next. Yeah. And you can't be looking too far in the future because mm -hmm. then you're going to fall not knowing where your really feet are. It really doesn't just happen. Exactly. Like, it like, does not happen. And you got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy the process. Right. Like, so many guys just get so stuck and so frustrated on the fact that they're not where they want to be. Or they get caught up and like, oh, I want to make the high school team. They get make the high school team and they get happy. They get, like, they settling. They're mm -hmm. not going to the gym, doing the extra work. We're like... If you have your dream and which where you want to be in mind while you taking your steps, then I mean it's gonna fall where it's supposed to. Let me ask you guys this question: social media question. You both have friends that are playing at like high levels that you guys maybe played with <clears throat> growing up. Does that like bother you guys, or is it like in your mind you're like, you know what, my time is coming, or I'm at where I'm supposed to be at, or it's a matter of time before I get there? That's a good question. I mean. For for me, yeah, like I see, like some of the guys who were younger than me, like mm -hmm. like Dan, Trey, yeah, like I see them and like I'm just proud, like I'm happy for them, like that's they made it, they they doing what they said right. when we was younger, they wanted to do. Who was that? Like little Trey Jones, like just guys who were like younger yeah. than me when I was coming up. So I like, was just getting first and last name out of you. Oh, my bad. Because like, the rest Tour. of the people are going to have my family. Yeah, right, right, right. But I love it because like, it's your family. Zeke Nazi, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, these guys in the league now, it's like, congrats. Like, I'm right. I'm happy for y'all. Like, kind of like how you just said, like, it's, it's I know my time going to come because right. I know, like, I'm, I'm not going to stop until my, like, legs give out pretty much. But to see them and, like, the fact that they doing what they said they wanted to do, like you can't be like jealous or nothing like that. Right. Cause that what's that gonna do for you? Right. And that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Like I think as <laughs> as another like athlete, like especially when you're like when you know when you know where you're at, right? So like and you're okay with who you are, I think that's the other thing. Like it's really a lot of people who aren't in the position to say that, you know, someone shouldn't be where they're at right. or some, you know, like we know these people or like, you know, we, we know that these people can, are supposed to be where they're at, yeah. you know, like it's different when you're in it and you're saying like, you know, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I've never really felt that way. Like, nah, like, like I should be there. He shouldn't be there. You know, exactly. like that's, that's different. Like, that's just, I don't even know how to like to describe that. Mm -hmm. That's like, you're not. I don't know. That bothers me to no, be honest. Yeah, that yeah, truly true. bothers me because like they work just as hard, you know, to get to where they're at. Like like you said, you happy for them. Like there's never like if you're supposed to be in that position, you would. 
you know, mm-hmm. like you said, like you're on your way. Like right. you said, like, you know, it's, there's, you know, my time is coming. Like, sure. you know, their time is right now. You right. Know, your time might be in three, four years, you know, mm-hmm. maybe your time has passed, but you have a different path that you can get to. Right. You know? But I think it's I think it's people who aren't athletes or people who aren't in the position to really understand like what those people went through and did to get to where they're at that say like nah they shouldn't be there. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So a couple I think two more questions I have on kind of the journey as well. Was it easy for you guys uh, to just be sport obsessed and like block out the social life and the things so you, you just said? There's sacrifices along the way. I mean, like, how easy was it for you, Theo, to just immerse yourself in everything basketball, you know, along the way? Or, like, you know, I think as we hear some athletes are like, no, I didn't even know high school was going on. Like, I was just (laughs) focused on that and Mm -hmm. and, and my sport and my craft and everything else. Was that that kind of your journey? Uh, I'm going to be real with y'all. I was kind of a weird dude in high school. Like, I was just an odd dude. Like, I... And I found my comfort in basketball. So, like, guys would be going to parties. And don't get me wrong, I went to a few parties, did some few dumb stuff. Like, I, was, I was a kid in high you school. Wanna, you want to – I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, like, I was just in the gym all the time. Yeah. And, like, I remember people used to ask me, like, I'd have – I specifically remember um, it was homecoming. And I'm in the gym shooting the football game going on out there. And one of, I think it was a sophomore, yeah, Coach Larson, he came in, he's like, Theo, like, go enjoy yourself. Go, like, like it's homecoming football. Like, go go out there, have some fun, sit in the studio. I'm like, what's that going to do for me? Like, cheering, watching football ain't going to help me achieve my goals. Like, that's, like, I'm where I want to be. I'm good with what the sacrifice, I don't even see it as a sacrifice. I see right. it as a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather do this right now. Mm-hmm. To better myself for the future or prepare myself for the future, because like my joy is silencing the crowd or having like I can't wait for Cameron like Cameron crazy they gonna be going. I think we've heard of that. Yeah, like Man. I'm letting, that's that's where I find my joy. Like yeah, some people want that party scene, want to do all this extra stuff. Like that's that just wasn't me, and it's, I really don't think it is me. And you just like you kind of say you gotta be happy with who you are, know who you are, and do what you want to do. Like I'm, I'm not here to impress nobody. Like, I'm doing this for me and my family. Because there's definitely guys that do that and yeah. are still very successful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's just, you know, like, just, some people just have a different vibe. Like, to each you know. his own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's funny that you said that there's homecoming. So this was junior year. And for basketball, junior year, summer, that's big. Recruiting like, year. Yeah, that's the recruiting summer. year, right? <laughs> like, you know, so this is last year, Pulley, you know, like, this is... Before even, you know, this is back in, so I think this is like January, February, and it was, it was for prom. And my wife, now my wife, but she, we weren't even together at the time in high, I mean, junior year, obviously. And junior year, she was like, hey, she asked me, she was like, hey, so like, would you want to go to prom? Or like, what are you, you know, what are you doing for prom? And I was like, no, I got a tournament. Like, I didn't even think, like, you know, like, she literally just asked me, like, do you want to go to prom with me? Like, I was like, no, I got a tournament. I'm going to, we're going to Houston or something or Dallas or something like that. She's like, like, can't just skip it. I was like, I laughed at her. I said, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, this is, no, this is EYBL. Like, no, I'm not going to miss this. She's like. Oh, you know, so like it's funny now because. So, like, can I go with the silly guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Right. And so, like, you know, now 
almost 10 years later, now we're married. It, like, it's funny because, like, obviously it doesn't, like, happen for her. Like, it's my wife, you know. It's like, um, we were together senior year, right? But she always laughs because she was dead serious asking me, like, do you want to go to prom? Like, it's junior prom. Like, you know, it's a big thing, too. And I'm yeah. like, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> didn't even second think about so you're that. just being selfish. It's just, I it's guess so, you. right? Yeah, about she's you. happy okay. about it now, right? <laughs> like, get a job of the world and whatnot. But, no, it's just funny. Like, I think, honestly, it's just... You find passion in what you do. And, like, you know, there's, like, I swear, like, in junior high, like, I might have had, like, you know, three, four, five, like, real friends I like, I would actually hang out with. Because other than that, like, I didn't have a social life. Right. Like, Friday nights, I was at home maybe with my parents because I just got done working out. And, like, that's what I wanted to do. So I was dead tired. So I'm going to chill because Saturday morning with my dad is at 7 a.m. So I'm waking up at 6.15 to go hoop at a church with some you know, 30, 40 year old men, like, you know, just trying to get it to work, you know? So I think each, you know, like you said, everybody's like different, you yeah. know, but like, yeah, I was kind of that same way. Like I wasn't really into the parties. I mean, then you get to college and, you know, you kind of open up some more and then, you know, the guys, you know, you go to some bars and stuff like that. You start to hang out. And then like, I think you find a good balance, mm -hmm. but I think it's especially nice. as like a, it's like a kid though. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I was really like just, focused in on that it sounds like you had a very competitive family growing up which probably helped is, is that the same with you do you have siblings that you were competing against yeah so i mean my siblings they all great so like my brother uh he's playing at d2 missouri western um he i always tried to drag him in the gym bring him up to game face uh he, he was a little more social um but like we said like everybody different everybody yeah. got mm -hmm. their things where a workout to him may be more of a sacrifice, where to me it was a choice. Uh, and then my little sister, I mean, she she played basketball, volleyball, soccer, uh, but her thing is academics. Like, I was just talking with her, had some, like, one-on-one -on -one time with her at the airport, and, I mean, she's getting letters from Harvard. I, I don't brag much, but I'm going to brag about my sister. She, <laughs> like, Harvard, Stanford, Cal Burt, like, all these crazy island. Wow. yeah Columbia um, that's what's up and so like her her path is, is different and she like where I would spend hours in the gym she in a room crying on some school I don't know how she do that but like <laughs> she'd be focused and that's that's what she liked to do and she liked figuring stuff out stuff like that so like we're competitive but all in our own way I got another sister too she she was a little more social she had some other things going on but we all were competitive in what we did. And I feel like my brother tried, he was more trying to follow me and do the basketball right. thing. He liked football too. Yeah. But I mean, we, we all have our own paths and I feel like the competitiveness of being the best of who we were was kind of more of our competitiveness versus mm. trying to all be like the star athlete or star academic person I don't even know what the word for that's that good. is but that's good, that's good. <laughs> yeah but we and my parents were really good at just kind of supporting us in each of our like our past like they realized my brother wasn't always going to be going to the gym the way I did they realized my sister or I'm not going to be in the books as much as my sister that's for sure <laughs> but <laughs> like we did what we had to do to kind of get where we wanted to be yeah I pass right okay. yeah I mean I, I'm to the point where I'm basically going yeah. to my sister like yo What's this? Like, I, you know, I'm FaceTime my sister. Like, this tutor tripping. She's not helping me. And she, I mean, wow. 
She she a junior in high school about to uh when she graduate uh high school, I think she's gonna have two years of her college done. Mm. Mm. And Golly. like she I mean, next level like it's crazy. She doing all these different standardized tests and I'm like good for her. I'm good. Like I remember you remember taking them, you're like, all right, I need this so I can be eligible. Uh-huh. Like, I took it one I, time, got my score, I'm done. Check that <laughs> box. Done. I remember the last the ACT, I remember the last like five it was like a few pages. I'm just like C, B, uh, too many C's in a row. Like I'm just like, yeah, that, that wasn't me. But I got there. I did what I had to do. But you know, as a family, we like I'm proud of where everybody at, and we all like achieving greatness in what it is that we do. So, mm, that's great. I mean, we've made it this far without talking about your family, Quentin. Uh, I can only imagine the competitiveness. Yeah, I think, and that's where I think too, like our family was, you know, because you're the oldest. Yeah. yeah, you're the oldest. So I might, maybe that's where it was too, where we're the younger ones. So we're always trying to beat our sisters and everything. And we always have the mindset of being, you know, professional athletes. So I guess that kind of maybe too was where, you know, our sisters set the tone. And like my oldest sister, she did, she did everything. She did soccer basketball she ran track and she, and she worked you know she was like she was like really set the tone with like what it was to to get to the next level she worked and you know paid you know for her way to go to to college and stuff like that and like you know my parents obviously was helping with college too but like she set the tone with the athletics and then like it really just kind of got better and better and better <clears throat> and better like with with each of us it's kind of funny because then my other sister she was she honestly, she she's probably still faster than me. She's she's <laughs> Bree, she's she's cold, like she's fast, she's strong, and she's you know, like she's just compact. Like I don't even know, like she's short, but she's strong. Like whatever whenever we were like hooping outside or something like that, we we, we didn't know if we could really play her because sometimes she'd snap and like boom, just hit us, wow. you know? Like so she was, you know, she set the tone with the physicality. That, All was, right. that was for sure. Wow. Uh but and then, you know, so she was, I mean, she was Swimming, basketball, track, soccer. She was, she's an athlete. And then there's me who I, you know, basketball, like younger. And then freshman year, I stopped playing football and just focused on basketball. And then Monty, he did everything too. And then he focused on basketball and football. Football was kind of always his thing. Like even as like a, you know, fourth yeah. grader, he was blowing kids up. Like it was like just different. Like, you know, like on a court, you see some like kid like, oh, and he was, Boom, you know, but I think that kind of where our competitive was like whatever we were doing outside, you know, even even if it's in the house, like we were playing floor football or something like that. Like it was just extra competitive, but it was fun, though. Like, you know, I don't know. It was just, you know, I think my, our parents kind of like, you know, made that environment, too, where it was OK to to to, you know, express ourselves and, you know, to to be athletic and but school was always very important too. And I think that's too where my sister set the tone too. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely was a, a a fun time, especially when we got older too, cause it was Imani who we had to drag into workouts too. Like he didn't, you know, he wanted to go hang out with, with his boys and kicking and whatnot. You know, I'm running the hills and we would drag him with. Oh. And I mean, he's just naturally, like naturally an athlete, you know? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. But like he worked at it. And I yeah. think it was once his like, got, he got to high school where he realized mm-hmm. like, you know, he could really, really be something like he always knew he was going to do football but then he realized where he was at yeah this level yeah he i think once he hit high school and he started experiencing success Mm -hmm. 
started getting those letters and stuff, that's where it really started to kick in for him. Yeah. You know, he he was the first one there. You know, what? I, and what I love about your family is just you guys have a servant attitude. He was always standing behind, hey, do you need help cleaning? Do you need help with this? Do you need help with that? I remember when we moved into that spot, our, one of our first spots, he was in there putting rubber in the turf. You know, he was getting a group of the football players together. Mm-hmm. Like, just those little things that make athletes different. And we're so blessed as a company to have so many athletes like that. You know, and I always tell people, like, we're not for every athlete. We're for the right athlete. And that's why we didn't spend a lot of time on marketing. We, we really did word of mouth because we're a family. And in our environment, as you see, Brandon, like, everybody cares about everybody. And we all want everyone to get better. Yeah. No, it's, it's very tangible uh, here. Obviously, right now we're training out of Winter Park in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, the old Vikings facility. Uh, and it doesn't work the way you guys have it set up if, like, everyone's not on the same page and moving in the right direction. Um, so this is the last question that we'll ask all the athletes as well is, obviously, this is a sports performance business. You guys are athletes that have succeeded at a, an extremely high level that most of us can only dream of. Um, what role did sports performance play in your careers? Did you look at, at Did you look at it as something that you absolutely had to do? Or was it one of those things you're like, well... I've already spent 47 hours on the basketball court. Like, what else can I do? Like, was how did you guys view it and kind of what was, um, I guess, a noticeable benefit that you guys got out of it? Quentin, we can start with you. Uh, you know, it sounds like you joined later. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think the real difference was when, you know, in college I saw the difference from working out. Because when in high school it was just, you know, my dad that was working out. And I say just, but, I mean, he got me right. Like, I mean, I wasn't, you know – being bullied by any means in high school or anything like that. So like, I mean, he, he really kind of showed me like the importance of it. And then I got to college and I noticed the, the separation because it was, you know, not only in the summer, but in season, you know, like guys who were able to stick to, <clears throat> to their routine routine and find their, their way, especially, you know, in, in the weight room and with their body and stuff like that. That's the difference. Like if you can stay on the court and you can, you know, improve yourself, that's the, that's the biggest thing. And then once you get as a pro, it's, it's, it's like night and day because you have guys that will, you know, not treat themselves and their bodies at that professional level and they fall off. You know, they have might may have, you know, a couple great seasons, but they're done by year three or four. You know, and then you have the guys who are, you know, playing until they're 37, 38 at a high level and they decide to quit because, you know, they're they're retiring. They're, you know, stop playing. Right. And I think that's probably the. The biggest game because each year when you go to training camp you know you're like all right who who got better or who who at least stayed in shape during during the summer right. you know i think that's kind of where i noticed the the biggest difference and like the importance of it is the longevity like i mean especially as an athlete like this is this is your career this is our body is our job mm-hmm. you know so like you have to treat your body the way that you need to in order to keep succeeding and you know keep leveling up in a way basically sure look we've always said sports are a game of margins and it sounds like you guys are trying to grab every inch of margin you can get to stack the deck in your favor Mm -hmm. and then to your point saying that you know it's kind of a cheesy saying but it it holds up water so well the best ability is availability if you're always there and ready Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have a shot so i think that's interesting theo for you guess sounds like we had some body changes we needed to put you through and then we had a little too many changes and (laughs) and balance you back so I guess how did sports performance like add to your career 
I say honestly, it's always been some like I feel like it went alongside with basketball, like especially with guys in my position, and like I always knew I had to be strong, fast, be able to like athletic, alongside with being able to have the basketball skills. So like every I feel like every day since I can remember, it was the gym, the weight room, the gym, the weight room, the gym, cardio, like. It always went along like the better you are on the court, it they correlate so like it's neck and neck. So like like when I was younger, I always want to look like Dwight Howard. I was like, yeah, I want the big shoulders. I want like because that's the position that I played back then. So I'm like, okay, I used to look at NBA guys, and you know the NBA's changed a lot, but like back in the day, like you had all those big bulky dudes, and that's what I aspired to be. Because I'm like, all right, I'm a I'm a center. I'm a, I'm a big man. Like that's what I got to do. I got to block shots, be the anchor of the team. Like somebody punched my point guard, I'm the one over there. Like what's up? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like the big brother on the court. So that's I always I always took pride in like like you said, your body's your temple. Like that's that's what's gonna pay the bills. That's what's gonna determine how long your career is. Like you don't take care of your body, you're not taking care of your career. And like it's. It just correlates so so well together where, like, every time I went to game face, I was either coming or going to my next basketball workout. And some of his spots, I mean, we had like, made sure to put a hoop in there where, yeah, yeah I mean. I don't, don't, don't start yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Dangerous, yeah, 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 we won't talk sure about every it. Every time you got on the court. When yeah. DaVinci got on the court. But. Yeah, speaking of too big, I do need to loosen the shoulders a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, <laughs> kind of strong over there, huh? Sweatshirt might be a little too small. Yeah, it gives you a little schmedium. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It it's definitely it's does go hand in hand. Like, I mean, yeah. it's as simple as that. Like, I mean, the, the better you are on the court usually has to do with how well your body is. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if you're hurting... Like, that affects your game. You're thinking about that during the game. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling like you can't have that extra step, you're not going to go for that the the rebound or a crossover. Or, you know, you're not going to be able to get that stop that the team needs. And that, you know, especially, I mean, in college, it's a little different because, like, it's, you know, you're you're there at the university. But when, when you're a pro, it's like, you know, we're almost just you're disposable at this point. Like, I mean, especially, you know, when – like if some guys don't have guaranteed contracts, like I mean, they'll get rid of you. You're you're just you're just another body that they were able to get, and especially as an import, like in Europe too. Like okay, if you're not doing your job, well, they're gonna bring somebody in, and they will do what they need to to try to get you out. You know, like they will they will say don't show up to the gym. They will say you know you can you'll you'll be with us, but you won't play. You know, or whatever. You know, like there's a, you know, it's 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 just how it is. That's that's the business of that's the business side of it. You know, like as long as you can perform and do what you got to do, I mean, that's where the performance thing. That's why each summer, like, I gotta, I go into preseason knowing that I'm in the best shape that I need mm -hmm. to be in, so that when I get there, I set that tone. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm real. Like, I don't, you know, and it's and when you go from season to season, it's usually different players and stuff like that, you know? And in college, it's a little different because you know what guys you're getting, you know? But it's, all right, I need to let let these people know that I'm for real. Like, you know, last season happened, this is now. Right. So, yeah. It's good. All right, last one, um, and then we'll get you guys out of here. What's the one thing 
that you either slept on and didn't take serious or just didn't realize how impactful it was when it comes to performing at the highest level. It could be supplements, it could be sleep, it could be lateral versus linear versus multidirectional, it could be getting in the, the vertimax, I don't like anything, but I'm guessing there's probably one thing that is we can use this platform to to pass knowledge on to people that are coming up in the journey. What's one thing that you would kind of point out to someone and say, don't sleep on this? Like, I know your coaches said it over and over. Turns out they were right. So Theo, we're talking getting the diet right, we're talking getting the sleep right. What do you what do you think is the one thing that now that you take serious, you wish you would have done? That's a good question. I s can I do three things? I, 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 the more yeah, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep is huge. Uh, at Marquette, we had these things called whoops, the whoop band. And if you don't know about it, you got to look into it. Because, like, I know, I think we, the we Apple... We were looking into it. So we're actually looking into getting a um, set up for our athletes, for our high-level athletes. Oh, yeah, that's so, huge. Because we can that's track huge. everything that you're doing. And then we know how to push you the next day. So you see me up at 2.30 to Yeah, 5 playing Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah, with the baby. That's good, that's good. Yeah. But so that's sleep. a two-part. So we got sleep, but then we also have a tracker. So mm -hmm. you know I'm not just sleeping eight hours. It's, was it a good eight? Was it mm -hmm. not great eight? Deep sleep. All, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, really, I learned so much with just having that band. Like there's different levels of sleep. I thought you sleep, you sleep. Mm -hmm. right. There's like deep sleep. Uh, what's the one past that? Yeah, REM, REM sleep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. REM sleep, and yeah, there's a there's a lot to learn, a lot to be studied with sleep mm -hmm. and recovery and all that. Uh, second thing I say is nutrition. That's something I, I've always taken seriously, but like I know a lot of guys like they like you said don't listen to coach don't think it's that big like man. So what's a specific example when you say nutrition because that is a very overwhelming topic. Yeah, just. I mean, like no fast food. Did you yeah. like cut out carbs? I mean, you... like for me right now where yep. I'm at, like I don't eat red meat. I don't eat dairy. Um, I try not to have those like cheap. Like you know what a cheap meal is. Mm -hmm. I don't got to sit down. Like you should not be having a bowl of ice cream, whole bunch of snack. Like you know what a cheap meal. Is. Yeah, we're done with ramen. We yeah. move past that. Nah, hey, there's a time to get it how you live it. You know what I'm <laughs> hey. saying? But <laughs> you never know what that come call with. Yeah, you for know, that, you gotta for that. With the, for the stipend or whatever it hit. <laughs> yeah, but like college different. Yeah, there, there's way, there's ways around that. Right. Like you, you say you don't got a lot, like yep. peanut butter toast. That's something good for like yeah. rather mm -hmm. than going to McDonald's, getting you a, mm -hmm. a McChicken, some fries for three dollars. Like yeah, there there's ways around it, and you just gotta maneuver and know your budget, like meal plan. That's something I need to be better at. Um, cause if you plan, like you'll put your set, like you know, mm -hmm. like. Whether you've had those long talks or not, like you know, all right, that ain't good. A handful of Skittles versus handful of almonds, like come mm -hmm. on now. Mm -hmm. So just it's little things like that that will elongate your career too. Yeah, and because what you put in is that's your fuel to your fuel to your fire. And so sleep, food, or nutrition. Um, what was my th oh body like body maintenance like doing the stretches? Mm -hmm. Eventually, will be the first to tell you. Yeah. I'm on <laughs> back in the day. Body. You're right. Yeah, I he could, didn't like stretching at all. Man, you were that, always so tight. That was the worst part of the workout. <laughs> I was too tight. I couldn't even scratch my own back. Like touch my own toes. Like it's. Yeah. But the the importance of that, like, if you that tight, something can snap like yeah. that, and then yeah. you out six months, three mm -hmm. months. Like it it can be bad. So. Just doing the stretches, doing the recovery. Uh, I know people don't like ice toes, but do that. Like, 
Can ice. confirm. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't they like ice tubs, then you got to get the game ready or you got to have bags. Yeah, something. Yeah, you got to do something. Yeah. And whether it's just taping ice on your knees. Like, I remember my freshman year, they told me, Theo, you got to go neck deep. Like, coach going to be mad at you. Come to find out, they just doing that because I'm a freshman. But, like, yeah, that's how I learned. I'm like, okay. I'm sitting there neck deep. Guys come in, put their toes in. I'm like, yo, you supposed to go neck deep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like, man, they just, they're messing with you. Yeah. But taking care of your body and, I, I mean, I, I really like to accuse it. Just your body is your temple. And, I mean, you got to take that serious because otherwise you're just going to be left in the dust. They're going to find somebody that mm-hmm. is doing it. Yep. So, so what are we doing for flexibility? We tell somebody to get a resistance band. No, man, we go through a full dynamic warm up. We do a lot of prehab um, before we even do the dynamic warm up. Uh, then we try to do a cool down after after all the workouts, and then we do recovery days. So, and the, the cool thing about it is, just having a space to have recovery days and teaching, you know, athletes about hip mobility, um, the importance of what their body does and why it does it. You know, because if they understand more about it, then they're gonna always do it. And we don't have to always tell them to do it because they know, like, okay, if I'm not in the hurdles doing it a certain way, this will, this can happen to me here. So education is key, too. Yeah, I like that. All right, Q, we stalled. All right, yeah. I'm only holding you to one, but, you know, <laughs> he know. did throw three. I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm not going to say he hit all three, but, like, you know, <laughs> those are those three, though, sleep, nutrition, and, you know, the flexibility, like, you know, prehab type stuff mm-hmm. and recovery. Like those, those three definitely all are probably, the, and I'd say honestly, probably like the flexibility stuff, like taking care of your body is probably mm-hmm. like the biggest thing for me. Cause you can go ahead and, you know, throw around 300 pounds or you can run, you know, a thousand sprints or you can, you know, just work out every single day. But if your body isn't recovering the right way, it's not going to be able to one. You're, you're going to your body will decline. You know, like you're not going to get better, or you know, your muscles won't build. Like that's probably the biggest thing I think, especially being especially being in Europe. I'm telling you, Europe is different. Like it's so different because like I went to at college. Like you know the you have everything in in America. There's so much money in your recovery because they know that your players need to recover. You know, in Europe, you know. Top top teams and stuff like that, they know that too. But sometimes just the funding is just not there, right? In college, you have have everything that we've been talking about, right? We have everything that we have here, you have in college. You might, you might even have more, right? You have sometimes doctors on site, you know, to handle something right before the game, right after the game. Right. Like, you know, where I've noticed, you know, just having the the knowledge to do it is the biggest part. Like, I mean... I think Will said it. Will, he, he was a rookie this year in uh, the Netherlands, and he said, I normally didn't stretch like that, but there's something about Europe where he's like, I stretch every single day before workouts, after workouts. Like, he's always doing some sort of, you know, rehab situation. So, honestly, that's probably the the biggest thing, other than mentally. I think mental, mental side is probably like the other thing, not physical. What do you mean by mental? Mental is is that next step, you know, that separates really, for me, like the good from the great. Mm. Like it's one of those things where you can, you know, know that you're supposed to do something, but to really understand why you need to be in this position on the court or why you're in this setup for defense, especially as as a guard, but even for bigs, like especially like having a smart four or five man is huge to a team. Like a guy that can read a defense or a guy that can can understand like, oh, okay, if I hedge a little bit here, like, you know, like, but understanding, understanding that 
you know, the game is one thing, but mentally too, having the confidence in yourself and your abilities and knowing that you're in the, the position you are for a reason, like that to me is like the biggest thing, like, especially once you get to a pro, like, and for me, pro is college too, especially if you want to get to the next level. It's, it's the biggest, it's the biggest thing, the mentally, because I mean, at this level, you know, there's tons of athletes, but I mean, if you can't put two and two together, you're just another athlete, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think this has been super beneficial. It's uh, fun for us, DaVentry, that we get to hang out with guys like these two as well that yeah. just love what they do so much and are willing to give back. So, like, thank you guys for sharing your stories and kind sure. of what yeah. it's been like. And obviously, we'll get updates from you guys, I think, later in the years, you know. Not that we'll have time with Theo, you know, he's be right. big time behind yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. There's gonna got, be cameras no, everywhere. We're gonna see him a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly good. But again, like the the whole idea is try to like share the stories of like the journeys of everyone and then you know how there's some actionable things that people can take to to help provide their own journey. I mean, that that's what it's about. Eventually you always said it's uh, sports is a, is a journey that mm -hmm. for athletes it's not linear. We gotta we gotta be strong and flexible, adaptable. And I yeah. think you've said these two have been kind of a couple of your model athletes yeah. in in that sense. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you want to wrap with about these two guys? You know, and I'll I'll come from a training pers trainer's perspective. I call myself a performance coach. We also have to evolve too on the journey with our athletes. Um, we also it's important for us to get proper sleep, to have proper nutrition to recover. Just like these guys are too, because in a sense we're athletes also, right? Me, I'm 41 years old. Um, been doing this for a long time, so the wear and tear in our bodies too, because we're doing some of the same repetitive movements all day. Um, so they're speaking what all performance coaches should be doing, right? Not just talking about it. But um, I appreciate these guys because during the journey with us, um, and as we're evolving, they're evolving, um, and so. We like to be a company that's, you know, I like to have more done than said. And so I think people are going to see that along our podcast as we're doing it, as we're bringing in more athletes, that we're a company that's always going to be evolving. We're never going to settle, and we're always going to try to meet our athletes where they're at to get them better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, look, it's been it's been great. Obviously, listeners, if you have questions, jump in. Let us know in the comments. We'll get them to these guys, see if we can get a little – uh, time from otherwise deventuring staff will jump in to kind of connect any dots. But again, um, Quentin Hooker, Theo John, two of our top basketball athletes we've been blessed to train. And mm -hmm. uh, obviously all the, the best of luck to you guys. And you For know, sure. if there's anything you need, let us know. We'll ship you some protein. We'll ship you a game ready. Whatever you guys <laughs> <Right>. need, <laughs> just let us know. We'll make sure you stay right. So anyways, uh, that's going to wrap us up. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Uh, we appreciate reviews in iTunes and Spotify and share it with a friend. If you know of an athlete who wants to hear about some journeys and stories, share it with us. It always helps us out. Uh, but anyways, that's going to wrap us up.